You can do anything you want in this lifetime. Give yourself permission to unapologetically be the main character and create an extraordinary life full of joy, adventure, and purpose. Because this is what you truly deserve. With love, Susie. Hey, High Achiever, I'm Susie, your podcast host and founder of the Female Leadership Collective. At the Collective, we celebrate women breaking free from the path that society created for them and using their gifts towards making a huge impact in the world and carving their own freedom-based lives. In each episode on this show, I'll be interviewing women who, like me, ditched their impressive careers at some of the world's most powerful companies and boldly stepped out to create their own brands, businesses, cultures, and teams. Hear from women who are at the cutting edge of redefining what it means to be a successful female leader in business. You'll learn how they did it and actionable takeaways on how you can implement their strategies to own your vision, courageously go after it and flourish in your life and business. I left my career at the world's largest investment bank over five years ago, moved to tropical paradise and built my own online business. It wasn't easy, but wow, was it worth it. Now I mentor other female leaders to launch and scale their own online businesses and step into their true paths of freedom. Just a little pause to tell you about an incredible opportunity for any of you craving a reset. This is your exclusive invitation to join myself, my team, and a small group of high-achieving women at our luxurious and transformational women's retreat in Bali at the end of May. Enter a world where all it takes is one week for your mind and body to reset. Immerse yourself in nature where your daily responsibilities are nowhere to be found. You'll finally have the space to heal and get the clarity you need to dive confidently into your true path of freedom. Going to Bali changed my life. I had just had this calling to do something different. I knew I needed to shake things up. I knew I needed to change my environment, get out of the stagnant energy of the city and broaden my perspectives. And I genuinely wouldn't be here running my business from the tropics if it wasn't for my very first trip to Bali. And I have created the retreat I wished I had at the start of my journey for you. You'll be receiving world-class healing, business coaching, and wellness experiences, including our clarity and life design workshop, Time to Dream Big. You'll get the clarity on your dream vision for your life and map out your path to time, location, and financial freedom. Our Art of Receiving workshop. Learn how to unlock your capacity to receive more money, clients, success, freedom in your life and business so you can finally flourish. Our sound healing and meditation experience. Often in the Western world, we're living completely out of alignment with our bodies and in a perpetual state of stress as we're always on the go. Sound familiar? Sound healing is one of the most powerful experiences for recalibrating your vibration to a more optimal and relaxed state and accessing your subconscious mind to allow ideas and desires to come through to your consciousness. We'll also be taking you through an emotional and stored energy release breath work. And wow, this is powerful. It's one of the most powerful tools I use today. Experience the power of breath work to bring unprocessed emotions to the surface that are causing blockages in your body to be released. 
We also have the inner child healing through art therapy. Do you feel like something's holding you back, but you find it hard to put it into words or pinpoint exactly what it is? Well, art therapy helps you make the unconscious conscious. I have weekly art therapy and it's an incredibly effective tool, particularly for high achieving women who are always very much favoring the logic because art therapy really, really helps you get to the root cause of what you're trying to say. And becoming aware of stored emotions, traumas, and limiting beliefs so that you can step, take the steps to release them are incredibly important in business and especially when making a big change in your life. And we'll also be taking you on a sacred Balinese water purification temple visit, which is a beautiful, stunning experience. You'll be staying in a luxury riverside villa in the Balinese jungle of Ubud complete with a stunning infinity pool and jacuzzi, private chef and coconuts on tap. Spaces are very limited and I have a special offer that I'm so excited about. When you steal one of the private room spots on the retreat, either by paying in full or the monthly payment plan, you'll get my three-month online business accelerator launch academy included free of charge. And we start really soon. This is an incredible offer for the woman who is ready to launch her online business to dive deep into the course content, receive live online business coaching with myself and the group, and then join us in person in Bali. What an incredible full circle experience. Tap the link in the show notes for all the details and to book your escape to Bali call with me to apply. You could be diving into our course content in a few days and meeting us in Bali very soon. So today I have the wonderful Carly Tabor. She has been on the podcast before. She's a breathwork facilitator and self-embodiment coach. And she's also facilitating on my Bali retreat. So super, super exciting. And I have so much to thank Breathwork for. I honestly was such a skeptic before thinking, why on earth should I be paying to breathe, right? I don't get it. Like, come on, I just, the whole Wim Hof thing is gonna benefit us in some way, but I just couldn't be bothered, right? It's like I breathe every single day. And the moment I actually went to Breathwork, I saw the complete reason why it's incredible. It's nothing like breathing normally. It's an incredibly deep, intense experience to the point that I wouldn't necessarily do it like weekly at the moment. Um, But for as an entrepreneur, it's so incredible for releasing a lot of stress and emotions and you know, there's so many ups and downs in business, like so many incredible highs and then challenging lows. And managing that it can be tricky when, you know, you're running a business on your own. And we need to be able to have a mechanism to release these kind of emotions so we can keep going. And the other thing as well in coaching specifically, like you hold space for your clients, right? Like I'm holding group spaces, I'm holding spaces for one-to-ones, I'm holding a lot of space for people. And what happens is I get, I don't know what emotions I'm gonna get right there and then. And with a lot of with a lot of clients who are starting businesses, they can bring anxiety in the, into the room that I'm helping them work through. They can bring, you know, all their, their deepest, darkest kind of self-doubts. And equally, they can bring amazing highs into the room. But as their coach, I'm holding that space for them, right? So it can feel sometimes that 
you're holding this space, but then you're absorbing a lot of these energies and a lot of these emotions. So breathwork is such an incredible way to release a lot of that emotional energy that you're absorbing from your clients as a coach or as an entrepreneur, because we need a way to release that kind of thing, right? So that we can keep showing up, so that we have sustainability as founders, as as entrepreneurs. So this is a really, really powerful episode for anyone who hasn't done breath work before. I hope that this encourages you to try it. I'm really excited for you to, to listen to this one. Welcome, Carly, for the second time on this podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. And today we're going to be talking more about breath work, as I promised everyone on my Instagram stories the other day, if you saw that. And I'm really, really excited to bring you guys to this episode because I was actually originally going to do it on my own. But then I went to breath work the other day and I was chatting to Carly because she's teaching on the retreat. And we were like, why don't we do it together? Because then you can kind of validate my experiences a little bit with the factual side of it that I don't know. (laughs) So welcome onto the show. I would love if you could just give the listeners a little bit of an intro to you if they didn't listen to the last episode um yeah tell them all about you yeah I'm so excited to be here as well for round two thank you thank you um so I am a breathwork and solid embodiment coach and so that means that I support people through doing um inner child healing shadow work feminine embodiment practices emotional release and and yeah breathwork in order to come back to their authentic self and have the the clarity and the courage and confidence to do the things that they want to do and pursue the life they love amazing yeah I love that I love it and this is stuff that has been really top of mind for me uh lately and I think how I want to take this episode is I'm going to kind of give my experiences with some of the things that have happened to me that have led me to seek out breath work or other kind of modalities like breath work and we can kind of go into each one so I think the best place to start is maybe to do just give the audience an introduction to both of our experiences of how we found breathwork in the first place. I think that would just be useful to set the context. So for me, I first found it because I invited you on the podcast and then you invited me to go and do breathwork. I'd obviously heard about it before, but I didn't necessarily like classic, like high achiever. I didn't necessarily... I just heard breath work and I'm like, I breathe every day. I didn't really like get it. And I was like, why should I pay to sit in a circle and breathe? And then, so I'd never like, I'd never thought, took it on myself to go to a breath work session until you invited me. And then I was like, wow, yeah, let's go see what this is all about. And um, if you've listened to our last episode, I go into detail into my experience, but essentially it was so uh well I can just tell them like what actually happens so you go into this real kind of like deep sense of meditation because you're breathing so deeply that it kind of I don't know it feels like you're not conscious in the same way as you are going out throughout your day right Mm -hmm. and then I had a huge emotional release like I just burst into tears like halfway through it and what's so interesting to me was that I couldn't find the meaning like nothing was coming to my brain about why I was crying but I couldn't stop (laughs) and um it was and and then afterwards I just felt absolutely exhausted but in like a in like quite a good way it kind of felt like a complete way um 
and it really did feel like an emotional release of of what I don't know but that was my first kind of experience and then I saw the value because for me that's not something like I like, and we'll go into this further on in the episode but like accessing emotions I have challenge with that sometimes because I think I've probably been taught that is not necessarily safe and you know coming from a banking background and that kind of thing like you don't cry in the office like all of these things have been reinforced so that's when I saw like wow this is so powerful but interestingly I didn't go back for a few months probably because you know the the intensity of it and it maybe like it frightened me to some extent or Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. so that was my first experience with breath work um I would love I mean, first of all, do you have any comments on that? And then I would love to dive into your first experience with it as well. Yeah, thank you. And I love what you shared in that, yeah, you were able to, so speaking to the meditation state, when you are breathing, there's so many different types of breath work. And you have heard that when we speak about it in circle in that there's mind-based and body-based and mind would be your pranayama and Wim Hof and certain Mm. techniques like that, where you're actually using your mind to breathe in such a breathing rhythm or pattern to create a controlled outcome yeah like I want to breathe in this activating way to energize myself I want to breathe in this calming way to ease some anxious feelings that I'm feeling Mm. um or this body-based breathing which is allowing the wisdom of your body to take over and when you're breathing in such a way what's on the subconscious comes to the surface Mm. and so this is when the emotion is kind of allowing itself to come up because you are um you said deep meditation you are in an altered state of consciousness when Mm. we're breathing in the way that we do in circle yeah so the emotion comes up you have a release and it's really normal to sometimes have really clear visual memories or yeah just images of of what that's about and or just a knowing in your body And sometimes we don't remember. I have personally haven't had a journey where I have visuals and memories of what I'm releasing for a very long time. Yeah. And it doesn't actually matter. Like so long as the body is allowing itself to express, like it's kind of don't get attached to what what it was about or where it was from, just to trust that the body is letting go of it. Yeah. And you used, you said it felt complete. Yes, that's like a, a complete cycle or something. It's strange. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is in that. Or if hopefully if you're with a a really well-trained practitioner is that, you know, some of these emotional experiences, whether it's something deeply traumatic or um, like a small T trauma where there's moments in our lives where we haven't felt seen or heard or loved or been able to express ourselves, Mm -hmm. when these come up and we're able to fully release the emotion to the point of completion, then it's kind of like if you think about all of these little sort of trauma loops, we get to close the loop and then it's or, or like it's like a tab on a computer. It's like, oh, we can close that tab now. Yes. And you know longer- Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> That's how it felt. Yeah. And it's like you're no longer operating with that tab open. It's like that tab is one of the many tabs that create our perception and our lens and the way we interact in life. So you've closed that off. Yes. And then yeah, I think I think those are my main things too. I feel like everybody listening 
it will have a laugh at this moment because there will be nobody listening that feels like they've got one tab open it open in their mind I feel like everybody listening has like a hundred tabs open in their mind and they're trying to get 200 you yeah. know I've been like and they never close <laughs> that's so true so and if they close if one closes you open another 10 like that's just like how the audience is totally wired and it's just hilarious at the same time because we can see we have a capacity for that right yeah um so I would love to hear a little bit like tell us the story of how you found breathwork like what was your first session like yeah my first session well I mean for those who listened to our first episode I had a similar background to you years in business coaching and you know climbing the corporate ladder back in Australia and um I actually think it's exaggerated in the UK where like emotions really aren't welcome Mm. and Australia's like that but I think Sometimes you guys can have it worse, yeah. just culturally. Um, so that was kind of my, like, in a nutshell, up, upbringing and background. And then um, I've been in Bali for a few years. My business was doing really well. And I, but also I went through a, a dark night of the soul and mm. really started to tend, need to tend to what was underneath that, like my own mm. childhood experiences and the coping patterns that that was bringing out in me went through a big breakup and I was just at a point where I was struggling. Like yeah. I was really, really struggling. And so someone recommended breath work mm-hmm. and to go and work with this practitioner and who is now my mentor. And I did in that first session, I remember I, I obviously was, there was a lot alive on the conscious without even needing to go to the yeah. subconscious. Yeah. So it was really helpful to start processing that. And I'm not sure if it was my first or second journey, but this is just the memory that comes to mind when you ask about my first experience. And so there was a lot of emotions around my relationship with the masculine. Mm. And so I thought I was there about, um, you know, my current breakup. Yeah. And But in fact, I actually had this really deep experience of kind of going back through a timeline and seeing like my the boyfriend that I was breaking up with and the the boyfriend before him and then and then my dad and just going back and like wow yeah closing doors um cutting cords and just healing and seeing that it was actually all just from my dad it was like wow. wow and so I kind of went on this really sort of visual spiritual journey of yeah of deep realizations and came out of the journey feeling a lot of completion mm. and peace and from that moment, even though it took me a few years to end up going and training, but I was like, this is it. Like, yeah, this is the way for me. And wow. I've done a lot of other um, sort of healing modalities over the years and just never found something that quite brought so much completion for me. Yeah. Wow. And I love that word you're using of journey to describe the class or whatever you yeah. want to say, because it does feel like a journey. Like there's definitely... I guess the the part the way that they lead it as well, which will be different in different places, but like there's sort of I don't know what the technical terms are, but like there's the main part where you're like really breathing like a crazy <laughs> person and everything's coming up or whatever. But it kind of also at the same time does feel like you're just there witnessing. Like sometimes I feel like the in the last two times, like I feel like I'm there, but I'm just watching what is being delivered to me if that makes sense and then there's the deep relaxation part so it really does feel like a journey so I really like that word Mm. um, in the way to describe it um 
Okay, so I've got, I'm looking at my notes. So I've got notes written down here because I know there's so much that I really wanted to get through. So but I think in terms of the, the, the big, I don't know if, if I want to call them issues, but things that drove me to seek out um, breathwork for a second time. So the this this is a big point, and I think so many people will relate to this. And this is my own relationship with slowing down. And I think we can all talk to this as high achieving women and women who have been striving to achieve their whole life. And you know, we place our worth on that, and we do we do succeed. So it gets even more reinforced that we need to do more. Um, But yeah, I like this kind of phrasing of like our relationship with slowing down, because I think I didn't have a good relationship with slowing down. I think that I actually saw slowing down as like a threat to my results and my success and my overall identity as someone who achieves. And like when I've really dug into this, because this has been maybe at the forefront of my work in business in the last few months, because like I like like we like we've said before, when you start a business, it is a mirror. And it's not just a mirror at the start, in every new chapter of the business, it's a new mirror, isn't it? New level, new devil. Yeah. And my my mirror, what's been coming up over the last few months has been um this thing of like I've been quite stressed stress has come up um December was very quiet for me which it is in the coaching industry on the whole but typical typical me couldn't deal with that so I got stressed and I need to do more I need to do more I'm telling myself the stories about what that means and when I dug down into like why I why was I scared of slowing down and I think it's like this deeper belief of how I deserve to receive things or how I believe that we receive things like I think I had wired into myself from conditioning and from everything that we only receive things when we do things when we do more when we do better than somebody else right so I think that this is has made me avoid slowing down because I see that as the opposite. Absolutely. How can that work if, you know, that's what I believe? So I've got a feeling I didn't go back to breath work, even though I had a really great experience, because I had seen it as almost like if I slow down, that's not going to help me achieve anything, which is really crazy because I had a really good experience. <laughs> So um, that's a little share of my own experience. And anyway, this then drove me to go and do breath work. So me and a friend, we had um, dinner the other night. I haven't seen her for a while. We both confided in each other that we've had these stressful moments. And we're like, I think we need to slow down. I think this is the time. (laughs) I think this is the time. And she said she'd been to breath work and she hadn't been back either. God, her first experience. And we were both like, oh my God, we need to go back. So we both went to Breathwork. I text you on the day. I'm like, I'm coming. Are you going to be there? And you were like, yes. And I was like, oh, amazing. <laughs> and I set the intention this time to, what did I say? Release and playfulness. And I had in my head, I just wanted some joy. And it was a really interesting experience this time because I I don't know if I shared this with you, but I had this 
overwhelming sense of I just wanted to get up and dance and it's not really appropriate <laughs> when it's not really appropriate when there's people screaming and it's like quite like you know it's like everyone's lying down breathing and I can't really do that um but it's interesting because the that's the joy coming up right like the playfulness um and yeah in that hour and a half two hours like I slowed down I slowed my body down but then I, the week after, I had one of the best income weeks of my business. And that has already rewired me because I've worked way less and it's like nothing's fallen apart. It's gotten better. I feel so much better. My cup is more full. I'm not as stressed anymore. People are saying I'm radiating more, right? Like I'm happier and everything's a positive. And that's completely opposite of what I believed. So it's so, so interesting, this relationship with slowing down. So that's a lot there. Um, I'm going to throw it on to you, Carly, to maybe like help me unpack that. And obviously you were present and you facilitated me in that session as well. So it'd be really interesting to dive into the slowing down and feel free to bring in your own uh, relationship with slowing down as well. Yeah, thank you. So I guess just to your first piece around how, and just acknowledging like that's such a beautiful share. Thank you. Yeah. And I think for those listening, um, that, that belief that slowing down is ultimately not safe yes. in your mind. And the truth is that that's like, if that's your belief and that's um, your patterns of behavior are demonstrating that that's your belief, mm. that's actually genuinely what your nervous system thinks. So it is mm. going to continue to encourage you to operate in like to your nervous system because society and your own experiences have conditioned you to think that you have to operate in such a hustle, go, go, go way. And I'm sharing this from personal experience yeah. as well. Um, that's that's almost our our kind of set point and where we find um, safety. But that's not to say that it's sustainable. So we create these businesses and they become really successful, and then we have to sustain it. But ultimately, we add more tabs. <laughs> yes, you add more tabs, and if you don't slow down, like burnout is ahead. Yes. Yeah, um, I think I got very close. If not, had some. I get it. I've been there. <laughs> Yeah, And I think the thing is, you know, it's that slowing down is a feminine quality and it's also like a willingness and a trustingness both in yourself and in the universe. Mm. And when you can start to embody those energies and, and be in that frequency, you do start to receive more, which was your experience the following week, right? Yeah. And that can happen instantaneously and it can um, compound over time. Mm. And so it's just honouring that, you know, it doesn't have to happen right away, but and it will keep happening. And I think the more that we're able to go from being these go, 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 high achieving, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it's having the discernment um, and capacity within ourselves to understand when we're actually unconsciously operating out of fear mm. and bringing ourselves, inviting ourselves back into slowness and embodying our feminine. And so your experience in the breath journey is and you know it's your second time and we do certain things you know um getting you acquainted with the space and mm. we have agreements about confidentiality and so on to help you feel safe and so then you have this experience where you feel safe you allow yourself to soften you allow yourself to release what's yeah uh, bubbling underneath and being suppressed you're actually having 
like a feminine experience Mm -hmm. and in that way of when you're breathing in such a way in that altered state of consciousness your body which like your mind which lives in your body and they're they're one of the same sort of thing um I like think like the mind is a control panel but the body is where everything manifests and and speaks to you and so it's you know we talk about neuroplasticity being in the mind but it's also in the body as well it's the felt experience and so you're having an experience of safety in your body that's so used to going go 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 it's like wow this is what it feels like to slow down and it feels relieving and really good and it kind of sets yeah because you're in this extra neuroplastic state of mind so then you can take that experience out into life beyond the breathwork mm. journey knowing that that's available to you and being able to operate from that space yeah I love that I think that's yeah it's so this is this is it like it's so powerful and it's so funny because if you have told Susie a few months ago or I mean I was getting there maybe if you told Susie like four years ago in corporate like actually doing nothing and just breathing is going to transform everything and it's not that you're not doing anything right there is stuff going on but like in my you know in the conscious like corporate Susie and I'm like what you're gonna make me lie down in a circle and breathe for an hour and you're gonna say I'm transforming like what the hell (laughs) you know but it really is and um I've got I've got this this thing uh, this concept or whatever you want to call it of neuroplasticity written down because I actually heard this in a podcast this morning so um someone was talking it was like a scientist was talking about neuroplasticity and it's like a new I probably did it in biology but like I forgot what it meant and I googled it for this podcast so for anyone listening if you don't know what it means I've got it written down here so I'll read it out so neuroplasticity is the capacity of the nervous system to modify itself functionally and structurally in response to experience and injury and I was thinking it would be quite interesting for us to like dissect this a little bit and then you can give us a little bit of your perspectives in breathwork stuff so when I relate that definition into business I think how I interpret this is that this this could be a uh, it's how the nervous system uh, uh like repairs itself mm-hmm. and expands itself mm-hmm. in response to something like a traumatic experience which in business could be something like a rejection or a complaint or long periods of stress because your launch isn't going as well as you hoped or something um and then also on the flip side of that there's stressful situations which can be positive like when you know you need to expand an upper limit to get to the next income level or hold more people in your programs, for example, all of these things require um, a like either repairing your nervous system or, or expanding it. And that's how that's kind of my business interpretation of this neural plasticity thing. Because this is how I deal with things, right? Like, I'm like, oh, I'm crying, I'm stressed. Okay, what's the science behind this so that I understand? Um, And I totally see that, oh, my God, if we need the the nervous system to actually have some time to repair itself, how does it do that? It does that in periods of rest and spaciousness, like Mm. sleep, like breath work, like yin yoga, 
And now I see like, oh my God, these things aren't just nice. These things are absolutely essential for high performance. I love right? that you're sharing this. It's so funny because <laughs> it's so backwards, the thinking. So yeah, this is an epiphany I had literally like an hour ago. So I would love to relate this back to breathwork in terms of what you know around this topic. Um, and yeah. I'll hand it over to you. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love this so much. <laughs> um, and I loved how when you were talking about, and I, I love the way that you related it to business, and I think you put that really well. That was really beautiful. Mm. Um, but when you were speaking about expanding, and that's kind of what what we're doing in breathwork as well. Like, yes, one, it's just inviting in um stability and a sense of groundedness and safety and just regulation. Mm. But what we're also doing, and this is like kind of through your experience as well through receiving touch and body work yeah is as you're going through like what we're looking to do is um for you to have a felt experience of groundedness and safety we're reading that in the breath like where you're at and then once you've kind of tapped into that experience of groundedness exploring your edges yes actually where is your breath not going and that's wow that's related to where are you not going in life like where are you holding back in your business so, you know, for someone it might feel edgy to breathe into the heart space because that's so protective and mm-hmm. that's keeping them back from love or, um, you know, down into our pelvis and our roots and our womb and that's keep preventing people from feeling safe and receiving money because they've got that lack of abundance energy. Mm-hmm. And so when you're speaking about expansion from business perspective, in order to be able to sustain that expansion, you need an expanded window of tolerance. Yeah. And so that's what we're doing with the breath is gently going once you're grounded, let's just expect, let's see if we can expand the window a little bit. Yeah. Come expand to the left, come expand to the right, like or up or down, however you want to see it. And then what used to be an edge become comes into your window of tolerance and just now you're new normal and what you have capacity for. And that's how having a regulated nervous system allows you to sustain the success that you achieve. Mm. Otherwise it's if you can't hold all of what it brings, yeah. it's going to fall apart eventually. Yeah, 100%. And I think my my interpretation of a regulated nervous system um, or even like regulating emotions, I would have won like fairly recently have interpreted that as, okay, neutral, <laughs> neutral emotions, like basically numb, no emotions, but actually, no, that's absolutely not at all regulated. Like my now interpretation of this is being able to feel either positive or negative, but be able to release that and just come back to normal and not like not feel at all. And Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, which actually leaves me on really nicely, and we've only got 15 minutes, so I knew we were going to have to like pack this in, but leads me on really nicely to the third point that I wanted to chat about, which which led me to the second breathwork session, which is our relationships with emotions. And I think in the audience, I think everyone will relate to this, but some more than others. I particularly had a challenge with this, and we did mention this earlier on, but I I believe that I very much have coped with emotion by seeing it as a weakness seeing it as not helpful or conducive to what I'm doing and actually probably like holding me back so I think whenever I've had an emotional experience I've just been suppressing it and what's been interesting recently is that 
I've realized when I suppress anger, sadness, upset, all of that stuff, I also suppress the joy. And I'm so interested in the breathwork side of this because I, like I said, the first one, I had an emotional release, which kind of just, I wasn't expecting. But the second one, it was really interesting. And I don't know if it was you or someone else, but the first person to come over to me, um, like touched my hip, I think. And it was really interesting because I'd had a therapy session like the week before, and I won't go into details, but I'll just, this is an important point. Um, we were seeing where I potentially was storing different energies in the body because it's art therapy she's amazing and I noticed that I think like deep into my stomach I store some troubled emotions and so it's really interesting when this person whether it was you or someone else came over and touched my hip and immediately started crying immediately the emotion released but like in a really great way like because I I felt safe because I'd done it before right and so it's really interesting because without that person coming over and doing that, I don't think I could have created that release myself. So I'm really interested in like your take on this and this um, emotion side of uh, breath work, but also in particular, like the role of the facilitator, like how I'm so intrigued to see, like, do you come over and you sense something or where someone needs help? Because that person knew exactly what I needed in that moment. It's crazy. Yeah. And you're not communicating. You haven't even got your eyes open, <laughs> you know? So it's like amazing. Yeah, the body is pretty amazing. And um, as a facilitator, yeah, there is a lot that we can see. And this is why it's also really um, important, or I believe at least, to be practicing um, this style of a, a connected breath, a, a yeah. connected breath work practice where you are going into an altered state of consciousness um, to have someone there guiding you and with you and to support you mm. um, because you know, we've got that co-regulation just through presence, but then also you can have the touch just to support you through an emotional journey, but also someone to actually, um, you know, when we're doing touch and body work, it might just be for the general support mm. or it could be to help move breath through a certain part of the body where it's not going right. and when that's not available you can actually just be perpetuating your own pattern and trauma and ingraining it deeper yes. because okay, I see. that's your pattern yeah. so it's kind of looking at okay what's the pattern here how is it serving them where is it not where are they not breathing and inviting yeah breath into there and inviting there to be that stability and groundedness and expansion that you were talking about mm -hmm. um so as practitioner this might not make sense, but things we're typically looking at are like, what is the speed of the breath? What is the shape, the stability? Yeah. And so, and I did facilitate you a lot. And just because you yeah. shared prior to the session that I'm welcome to speak to that. Absolutely. Um, and so ultimately, like by putting my hands on certain places, and I wouldn't necessarily put my hands on someone's hips if I, if it was their first session or if I didn't yeah. necessarily know them, but I knew that, you know, we had yeah. a relationship, you've been there before. And so I could see that breath wasn't necessarily moving there. And just, it's just the, the receiving touch. Yeah. Just brings its biofeedback. And so yeah. one, it's like, Hey, it's safe. Yeah. And, yeah. and two, I'm not even telling you necessarily to breathe there, but my hand brings your awareness there. So yeah. you breathe there. And so then ultimately, if you're not breathing into that space and you bring breath into that space, you're kind of, I'm exaggerating here, but you're kind of 
bringing life into somewhere that's been yeah quite like stagnant and it's stagnant for a reason because it's holding on to stored emotions yeah, yeah, and so yeah. if you're bringing breath into that that's going to stir and be like oh oh yeah. god are we going there I don't know if I can do that and then having someone to hold you through that experience allows you to go through a really difficult experience and find completion and have the felt experience of like wow I did that and I'm safe so not only yes, have you closed yes. the tab but it gives you the experience that it's safe to do it again or it's safe to do other hard things in life. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love this so much. So I I, I totally feel like that was the experience. And it's interesting because they do, with the circles at the start when you're sitting up and then introing it, they do create a very, very safe space. So you already feel fairly safe to some extent but then the next level is lying down like breathing and there's all sorts of different sounds going on with whatever experience people are having and if you're someone who's suppressed your emotions for a while then you start to feel slightly unsafe you're safe in the environment but the level of being able to release you still don't quite feel it so Honestly, I think having someone then then you need a deeper space held, held, right, which I think is what you're talking to, like the facilitators touch really does. It it tells you, okay, you're in you're being held in my space now. You can just let go. And funny. This is quite funny because in the start, in the introduction, he was sort of saying like what you could do and the props and things. And we had bolsters and he was like. If at any moment you want to scream, just take the bolster, scream into the bolster because um, then it doesn't disturb people too much because the sound is muffled, right? And I just always think to myself, oh my God, I'm never going to do that, (laughs) you know? And like, because I didn't feel safe doing that. And then I think that it was you. Yeah, it was you. And um, you said to me, like when I was in it, you must have sensed that I needed to do that and you gave it to me and like I just let rip (laughs) and I but because you made me feel safe in doing so and you invited me to do that and that was the release that I needed at that moment I still didn't have a story around why Mm. but is that's interesting because unless you had done that I would never have done that because I don't I can't access that I don't I don't allow myself to so that was like amazing and I I can totally having facilitators makes a complete different experience I think emotionally for sure I love that expressing piece as well and I remember the first time that I was invited (laughs) to to make that kind of sound as well and I was like oh my god like just it just brings up shame or something yeah exactly that's the whole practice like can I sit with this yeah with this depth of being seen yeah and it's such a and because what I'm seeing is like a build-up of, of emotions and tensions around this space and so it's like you're yeah. getting this experience of speaking and expressing your truth and who you are in that moment yeah. and so then it's like wow I can out uh, in real life I can say what I'm thinking and who I am oh and my God. feeling yeah this is just like giving me epiphanies again so and I think it's quite funny because I don't know if you remember this but I remember you saying it to me I'm going to give you a bolster and I want you to scream into it or something like that and I thought to myself I can't do it and I think I sat there for about five seconds and then I put my hands out and I'm not going to do it (laughs) 
like I needed to get the brain and I'm thinking Carly's gonna be stood there being like should I give her this poster or not and then I just did it but like that's exactly it because then I screamed into a bolster which I wouldn't have feel safe doing I know it sounds ridiculous I'm just screaming into a cushion but like in a room of people I would never feel safe doing that and I just did and so next time that's not so weird and like yet like you say that carries on into life that actually that is the neuroplasticity stuff that's like rewiring my nervous system that actually it's okay to feel that it's okay to like feel anger and express it yeah and then it goes away and it can't like that's how you know and funny you say you get the bravery to say things because like last week or the you know the last like seven days I've asked questions to people that I in my head was ballsy like and I was like right I'm gonna ask it so Mm -hmm. maybe that is why because I just upped my or expanded my capacity for feeling safe to just do it yeah in your body absolutely you've got that connection to self and self-trust and groundedness to do edgy things yeah yeah. And I got positive responses from all of those questions. So, and these were questions I was scared of asking. So it's like, yeah, just yeah. there's so much, there's so many, um, what's the word? Like things that occur as a re- result of this one breathwork session that you wouldn't even realize. Right? Yeah. Like even, you know, I'm not going to put a bolster on your face. And, like <laughs> that would just be the yeah. ultimate experience of suppression, but it's an invitation. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to force you to do that. And for you to have to make that decision, like, am I doing this or not? Yeah. And what I'm ultimately, what I'm inviting in is self-empowerment. Yeah. And when you have that experience of like making that choice of a yes or a no, they're both welcome, but you've made that for you it's not me telling you what to do like it's your experience you're guiding it in the same way that you can guide yourself through life yeah I love it um okay so we have three minutes left <laughs> and I but well, I'm really glad because we covered all the key points that I really wanted to cover and mm-hmm. the rest of the 50% of the stuff I wrote down I thought we weren't going to cover anyway so yeah. we've covered all the really good things um so the last thing I want to tell everyone is actually for those of you coming on my Bali retreat Carly is actually facilitating a breathwork session at the retreat which is going to be so amazing and now you've got a bit of an insight into what that's like I hope that you're really really excited because it's going to be so transformational so Carly do you want to just have a little word on that tell um tell the audience what they can expect if maybe they're thinking about coming on the retreat if they're not already booked on yes I mean if you haven't already booked you should definitely come and have an experience with Susan experience Bali um and I mean to the, to the experience of a breathwork journey in itself, every journey is very different. You're starting to experience that, but it is a really beautiful experience of coming together and sitting in circle, like the mats are literally placed in circle. Mm. And it's kind of like, I don't know if people listening might have been to a women's circle or something, and it's really that coming together and feeling connected and, and sharing and being seen um, and having, I mean, you can have your very own personal experience but together with others and that in and of itself is very healing yeah and so we come together we um set intentions and you'll learn a little bit about the practice receive a demonstration on on what it will look like and and how to do it you'll be guided through a beautiful breathwork journey and then um to speak to the neuroplasticity piece um 
and resetting or um, inviting deeper regulation into the nervous system, we always invite a really long um, and, and adequate relaxation time at the end of the journey for there to be that integration of what you have experienced and to allow your body to come back to a deep place of balance. Mm. And then, yeah, you usually come out of the journey. I mean, there's lots of different ways that people can feel, but yeah. yeah. Amazing. Beautiful. I think that... Um, yeah and then people can carry that back into their own lives when they go back to their home cities but it will expand your perspective in everything so yeah I can't wait I can't wait to host this and I can't wait for you to um, come and host them on the retreat so where can the listeners find you Carly if they want to connect with you after this yeah Instagram just C-A-R-L-Y-T-A-B-E-R and then my website is Carly Tabor amazing cool and all the links will be in the show notes also the link to the past episode that we did and the retreat as well um but thank you so much carly for coming on that was just amazing as i thought it was going to be Just a little pause to tell you about an incredible opportunity for any of you craving a reset. This is your exclusive invitation to join myself, my team, and a small group of high-achieving women at our luxurious and transformational women's retreat in Bali at the end of May. Enter a world where all it takes is one week for your mind and body to reset. Immerse yourself in nature where your daily responsibilities are nowhere to be found. You'll finally have the space to heal and get the clarity you need to dive confidently into your true path of freedom. Going to Bali changed my life. I had just had this calling to do something different. I knew I needed to shake things up. I knew I needed to change my environment, get out of the stagnant energy of the city and broaden my perspectives. And I genuinely wouldn't be here running my business from the tropics if it wasn't for my very first trip to Bali and I have created the retreat I wished I had at the start of my journey for you. You'll be receiving world-class healing, business coaching and wellness experiences including our clarity and life design workshop. Time to dream big. You'll get the clarity on your dream vision for your life and map out your path to time, location and financial freedom. Our art of receiving workshop. Learn how to unlock your capacity to receive more money, clients, success, freedom in your life and business so you can finally flourish. Our sound healing and meditation experience. Often in the Western world, we're living completely out of alignment with our bodies and in a perpetual state of stress as we're always on the go. Sound familiar? Sound healing is one of the most powerful experiences for recalibrating your vibration to a more optimal and relaxed state and accessing your subconscious mind to allow ideas and desires to come through to your consciousness. We'll also be taking you through an emotional and stored energy release breath work. And wow, this is powerful. It's one of the most powerful tools I use today. Experience the power of breath work to bring unprocessed emotions to the surface that are causing blockages in your body to be released. We also have the inner child healing through art therapy. Do you feel like something's holding you back, but you find it hard to put it into words or pinpoint exactly what it is? Well, art therapy helps you make the unconscious conscious. I have weekly art therapy and it's an incredibly effective tool, particularly for high achieving women who are always 
very much favoring the logic because art therapy really, really helps you get to the root cause of what you're trying to say. And becoming aware of stored emotions, traumas and limiting beliefs so that you can step, take the steps to release them are incredibly important in business and especially when making a big change in your life. And we'll also be taking you on a sacred Balinese water purification temple visit, which is a beautiful, stunning experience. You'll be staying in a luxury riverside villa in the Balinese jungle of Ubud, complete with a stunning infinity pool and jacuzzi, private chef and coconuts on tap. Spaces are very limited and I have a special offer that I'm so excited about. When you steal one of the private room spots on the retreat, either by paying in full or the monthly payment plan, you'll get my three-month online business accelerator launch academy included free of charge. And we start really soon. This is an incredible offer for the woman who is ready to launch her online business to dive deep into the course content, receive live online business coaching with myself and the group, and then join us in person in Bali. What an incredible full set experience. Tap the link in the show notes for all the details and to book your Escape to Bali call with me to apply. You could be diving into our course content in a few days and meeting us in Bali very soon.